Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of March. Today marks a year of India's nationwide lockdown which was implemented after 525 positive cases were reported in the country. A year on, data from the health ministry showed that India recorded 47,000 new COVID cases today, taking the tally to over 1 crore 17 lakhs. 275 people succumbed to the disease since yesterday, taking the country's death toll to over 1,60,000. Indian Express reported that a government-appointed committee led by Professor M. Vidya Sagar of IIT Hyderabad had estimated that in the absence of a lockdown, infections could have risen to more than 1.4 crores by the end of June, and the peak load of active cases could have been around 50 lakh. In reality, the total number of infections at the end of June was less than 6 lakhs, while the active cases, even at the peak of September, was just about 10 lakh. Express further reported that COVID job losses had hit women harder than men. According to the CMIE, while women accounted for 10.7% of the workforce in 2019-2020, to they accounted for 13.9% of the job losses in April 2020, which was the first month under lockdown. By November 2020, while men recovered most of their jobs, women were less fortunate. CMIE estimates that 49% of the total job losses by November 2020 were of women. ANI reported that the Delhi government has declared all cinema halls, malls, metro stations and religious places as super-spreader areas. This came a day after Delhi recorded 1,000 new coronavirus cases, which is its highest one-day count this year. In another worrying development, 81% of the 401 samples sent by the Punjab government for genome sequencing have tested positive for the UK variant of COVID. When asked how serious is the UK strain, the head of the state's COVID expert committee, Dr. Talwar, said, and I quote, it is infectious and the transmission rate of the infection is quite high as compared to the original virus. There is not much difference in variants, but the UK strain spreads more quickly and younger people are also affected. End quote. Talwar said the Punjab government has already imposed several restrictions to control the coronavirus spread. Globally, the coronavirus has infected more than 124.1 million people and killed over 2.73 million, according to John Hopkins University. Hong Kong and Macau have suspended the use of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine after being informed about a packaging problem with a batch of vials. In a similar development, the United States has delayed the rollout of AstraZeneca in the country after its National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases raised concerns that results reported from its US trial were outdated. The British-Swedish drug maker was on the back foot on Tuesday, vowing to release more data within 48 hours. NDTV reported that Union Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad launched a blistering attack on the Maharashtra government today accusing the state Home Minister Anil Deshmukh of extorting money for police transfers. The matter was highlighted by former Mumbai top cop Parambir Singh, who has also accused the Home Minister of running an extortion racket with the help of several police officers who have been given a target of 100 crores a month. 
Prasad said, and I quote, Money was being taken for the transfer for police officers. Extortion is being done, that too, for top police officers. The Home Minister of Maharashtra is extorting money for transfers and postings. Was the minister taking money for himself, his party or his government is yet to be known, end quote. The cash for transfers issue was mentioned by Singh in his petition to the Supreme Court filed over the weekend. He also cited a report by police officer Rashmi Shukla that was made last August, alleging malpractices in postings and transfers by Deshmukh. News Laundry gained access to this report made by Rashmi Shukla that accuses one Madhav Ingle of using political influence and high-profile contacts to orchestrate the transfer of police officers. However, our reporter Pratik found that Ingle, the purported mastermind, is actually a cab driver in Osmanabad, who denies any connection with police officers or politicians. Do check out his report for details on this developing story. It is titled, Did a cab driver orchestrate transfers of Maharashtra's top cops for money? While you're there, you can also take a look at the ground reports that are a part of our ongoing NL Sena project called Assembly Elections 2021 and contribute to fund our election coverage. The latest one is by Meghnad, where he explores how pervasive the issues of corruption, tola bazi or extortion, and cut money are in the state, and how people in Bengal are receiving this rhetoric by the Saffron Party. It is titled, Cut Money and Tola Bazi. How deep is the anger against Srinamul? Unlike this case, when News Laundry asks you to pay a subscription fee, there is no slimy ulterior motive. We want to be able to bring you news that is free from the controlling clutches of advertisers because we believe that when the public pays, the public is served. It is because of our subscription-based business model that we are able to bring you ground reports, podcasts, videos and even media critique without fear or favour. We are able to hit the ground running because we believe that our subscribers have our back. So, if you aren't already a part of this symbiotic relationship, I urge you to get on this train that's heading on the right track. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month and we cannot wait to have you on board. PTI reported that jailed peasants' rights activist from Assam, Akhil Gogoi, yesterday alleged in an open letter that he was physically and mentally tortured in the custody of the National Investigation Agency. He further claimed that he was offered instant bail by the investigators in return for joining the Bharatiya Janta Party or its ideological mentor, the Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh. The letter, which was released by Gogoi's newly floated political outfit, Raijor Dal, further read, and I quote, I was taken from the NIA court in Guwahati secretly by an aircraft at night to the NIA headquarters in Delhi. At the NIA headquarters, I was lodged in lockup at around 3 a.m. on December 18, 2019, given a dirty blanket and made to sleep on the floor in temperatures as low as 3 to 4 degrees Celsius. I was also offered bail if I joined the RSS. When I started debating against the insulting offer, they offered another proposal of joining the BJP, while enticing me that I could contest the assembly against a vacant seat and become a minister. End quote. Gogoi is contesting the assembly elections in Assam from Sivsagar constituency. His party, Rai Jordal, has joined hands with the Assam Jatiya Parishad to fight the polls as a combined anti-CAA forum against the BJP. He was placed under preventive arrest on December 12, 2019, after he staged a sit-in protest against the Citizenship Amendment Act, which took Assam by storm, later spreading to other parts of the country. 
Yesterday, the bodies of a 20-year-old woman and her 17-year-old sister were found in the Bilsanda area of Uttar Pradesh's Pilbhit district, hours after they went missing. Scroll reported that the police have registered a first information report for murder in the case. While the body of the younger girl was found in a field about 200 meters from her home, the body of the elder sister was found hanging from a tree in a sugarcane field. Superintendent of Police Jay Prakash has ruled out the possibility of rape and said no injury was found on any other part except the neck as per the autopsy report, Indian Express reported. He said, and I quote, The cause of death of the girl whose body was found in a field is asphyxia due to throttling. The autopsy report of the girl says anti-mortem hanging, end quote. The police added that they prima facie suspect the involvement of the family and are looking into it. According to NCRB data on state-wise crimes against women, Uttar Pradesh has seen a growing number of cases reported per year. The data shows that while in 2014, about 39,000 cases were reported in a year, in 2019, over 59,000 cases of crimes against women were reported in the year. The Supreme Court reserved its order today on a plea seeking directions to stop further sale of electoral bonds ahead of the assembly elections in West Bengal, Assam, Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Puducherry, Live Law reported. The three-judge bench, headed by Chief Justice of India, S.A. Bovde, expressed concern on the possible misuse of these bonds. The bench asked, and I quote, If a political party gets 100 crore rupees worth bonds, what is the control over the use of these bonds for illegal activities or purposes outside political agenda? End quote. The court also expressed apprehension that the money might be used to fund terror activities. During the hearing, Attorney General K.K. Venugopal, representing the centre, said that ever since the electoral bond scheme was launched in 2018, black money had been kept under check, as all political funding is made through banking channels and not in cash. He argued that since bonds could only be purchased through check or a demand draft, there could be no black money. Advocate Prashant Bhushan, appearing for the petitioner, called the system a form of legalized corruption that would pave the way for shell companies to essentially offer bribes. He said, and I quote, The electors have the right to know the source and background. If you remove transparency in political funding, it goes to the heart of an electoral democracy. End quote. The observations were made on a plea filed by the Association for Democratic Reforms. The NGO has expressed serious apprehension that the sale of electoral bonds ahead of the assembly polls would lead to an increase in illegal funding of political parties through shell companies. On Tuesday, military coup leaders in Myanmar said they had no immediate plans to lift restrictions on the internet, claiming that violence in the country was being provoked online. The Janta said that 164 protesters had been killed and expressed sadness at the deaths during the protests since the February 1st coup that deposed elected de facto leader Aung San Suu Kyi. A Junta spokesperson said rule of law and stability were most important to the country and that online access would continue to be restricted for a certain time period. The spokesperson also accused the media of spreading fake news and fanning unrest. The Janta also showed video testimony alleging corruption by ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi, including receiving cash, bars of gold and silk. They further showed a video of former Yangon chief minister saying that he had given Suu Kyi money whenever needed. 
In the crackdown that shows no signs of respite, a seven-year-old girl shot dead yesterday has become the youngest known victim. Kin Miochit's family told the BBC she was killed by police while she ran towards her father during a raid on their home in the city of Mandalay. Rights group Save the Children says more than 20 children are among dozens of people who have been killed. While the military expressed sadness at the death of protesters on one hand, they blamed them for bringing anarchy and violence to the country. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.